Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host today, Violet Rain for Sacred Magic. For those that are viewing this on video, you'll see me in a different space. We're having a little electrical technical difficulties today. So I'm in my working office versus my video studio. Um, my guest today is Kelly Burton. She's been reading tarot for over 43 years. And after she was given her first deck, at age 17, she was so enthusiastic that she sought out a class given by a psychic teacher in Los Angeles. The method was very disciplined and methodical, but she has since grown to read using her own methods. After being a commercial artist in the corporate world for 35 years, she began a journey of creating her own decks based on her knowledge. If the tarot taking angles and incorporating several different disciplines. By the time she had launched her second deck, she retired from the corporate world and is now doing readings and running her running her own tarot pro practice, products business full time. Now, what I can tell you is we've had her decks in our store called the Sacred Bee. And I teach a class called Sacred Alchemy, which is all about bee magic and honey magic. And the students absolutely love them. We sold out. So we got to get some more in, but Kelly, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you here. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to it for a while now. So thank you for having me. Inviting yeah, me. absolutely. I don't know how I ran across you. I think I was looking for a B deck when I started teaching that class and I found Kelly, which I thought was very interesting that she's in Colorado where I'm at. So then I got really excited of she's here locally. And I think she kickstarted some decks and I was able to find her sacred bee. So talk to me about, you know, your journey. How do you become a corporate office in a corporate world and now working in this world? Because I know a lot of people think about that. They just don't know how to transition over. So share with yeah. us a little bit of how that change happened about leaving corporate and taking the leap. It was, um, it was hard, uh, because I knew that I was going to give up this, this, you know, what I, I, you know, this definite income and a, com a comfort level would be a little more in the mind different as a freelancer with, you know, e-commerce stores. Um, but I've always had little, little side gigs. I did the journey of the sacred bee tarot deck while I was working in the corporate world as a creative director for an event company. And I don't know how I did it, <laughs> but I did it in 30 days. And so everything just seemed to be in order. And I'm sure it was because of the bees. And I just one day did it. And it took a while for me to get out of the mindset. And I kept thinking that I was I wasn't doing enough because I was always so stressed. I was thinking that I always had to be on, on, on. It took a 
like about nine months for sure to change my mindset completely to being just a solopreneur. And sometimes it still kind of creeps back in. And um, I say, gosh, aren't I lucky that I don't have to be there in that environment anymore, you know? So that's that's how I did it. Um, I had already had the shipping and everything set up in my studio. So I love that. I love that. So why the bees? What is the it bee- with the connection with the bees? Well, I, of course, love the bees and they're fascinating, you know, um, so that aside, I've always been fascinated with their, their consciousness, you know, um, as an organism, but I was, so I'm a, I'm a creative director, graphic designer, and I love the bees and I read tarot, but I never put them together. And one day I was just drawing some bees and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm going to do a tarot deck. Why didn't I ever think of that before? And I, you teach the sacred class on the bees and they have been doing this. They have been coming to people in dreams and they have been um, really speaking and you have to really listen. And I just started doing the deck. I already knew what all the cards would be, um, but I wanted to take the angle of the journey of the sacred bee and having it, what it was, what a weird place to live when you're out with humans, you know? Um, And so it kind of has that, um, that twist to it where everything is a portal and you're going through a journey as you go and you'll see portals throughout the deck. So I love that. I love that. We just got through this weekend watching the movie Epic. And if anybody's watched it, they call us stompers because we're so big and the insects are so small. Right. And you said their perspective on us and their world. I can only imagine, you know, these gigantic forms walking around. Right. And they're really, really small, but I love the bees. The bees are great teachers. And for me, they hold a lot of consciousness, which you talked about, but a lot of magic. And without the bees, we couldn't survive because they're pollinating our food sources and, you know, the world, the planet. And I think it's, I think it's really kind of interesting that right now they're trying to connect with people because they're becoming somewhat instinct and they're trying to get our attention of, are you paying attention to the bees, right? The bees are so important. So how did you go from a tarot? Cause now you have three decks. So tell us about these three decks that you've created. Well, I thought I was done. You know, I thought, well, this is, this is my, this was the thing I needed to do was the one deck. And, um, it, and then about, I think it was about nine months later, honestly, I was sitting with my, my Mac in my lap in bed on a Sunday. And I was like, oh, Oracle deck, you know, because it, there's, there needs to be an Oracle that has to do with, and more of the quantum element because of the structure of their, of their universe. And that we say we don't, we haven't proven something, we don't understand it. Well, their consciousness, the super consciousness is already there. And we just don't understand it. And it's very intelligent. And so I started to do the wisdom of the sacred bee because it contains, it's a little more heady and esoteric and you used it because it has more of a relationship with the universe and the five elements. 
I, I kickstarted it and I was going to do four. And I said, Hey guys, if we reach a certain level, we'll do the spirit or ether element. And we did. And I had to really do that one quick. <laughs> so I really, and I was so happy that it was um, the five elements. And then there were three cards left over that needed to be done. And what better way to make than to make a queen card, a worker bee card and a drone. So it all, it all worked out. And it, yeah, and um, there was some, people were saying that it, that the journey of the sacred bee was a thought that, and I was like, well, really isn't, it's just my my combination of reading over the years of both. And I, I take what I like from both, like Golden Dawn and the Kabbalah and sacred geometry. And I just naturally just put them all together the way I read. And so I felt that I needed to do a, a Rider Waite Smith or Smith Rider Waite. I say it backwards sometimes because I love the artistry. Um, and that I struggled more with the RWS, even though I know it inside and out, because it I was pushing it. It wasn't an original concept. You know, every the visuals had to be, they had to follow you know, tarot and, you know, that, that, that anyone could read or the, the people who are familiar with Rider-Waite-Smith could read with that. But my only twist was I did it as a beekeeper. So it's the keeper of the sacred bee. So the protagonist in that deck is the beekeeper. So what have you learned from the bees and doing all these decks? Because you had to gain some knowledge, some wisdom, mm -hmm. learn some beautiful things from the bees and working with these decks. I learned to visit beekeepers for one and to handle the, um, I had, I'm not a beekeeper, right? So I, I established relationships with, um, some beekeepers. And then I, there's a, a, a society down here and, um, I learned, I, I took the tray out with no suit on and held it and found the queen and because they're docile, the honeybees are docile. And I, and that was just fascinating. And I learned, I started to study the, the genealogy and the, and just the way they live and why they swarm. It is fascinating. If you just read something on it, you'll just, you'll go, how is this possible? Um, the collect the way that they the collectiveness of them and I want to translate that into what I do um and uh also with with learning about that there was more um I deepened a quantum relationship with the universe because I started sacred geometry was was such a big piece and so I I can't do the math right the math is just beyond me, but I read about it. Like I understand what they did and how they've, um, I, I don't want to say prove because that's just a human word for uh, becoming to understand because it's already there, right? Mm -hmm. um, it already, the cosmos already exists. So that was, that was a big, um, it just brought, it opened me up. And then I realized how much there's not just honeybees. There's 20,000 species of native bees. And if you look very closely on the flowers, you know, you'll see the bumbles and you'll see the honeybees and those big wasps. But if you look very carefully, you'll see tiny, tiny little 
beautiful blue bees and little teeny bees that fit on the size of your, you know, fingernail. And there's, we live in Colorado, there's a thousand species that live here and there's solitary ants that some don't live in hives. And so learning more about the whole of the bees and the pollinators um, was something that they opened up to me. The bees opened my mind to all of that. So I decided that the the, the profits, a, pro, a portion of the profits um, from both the Kickstarters and my business would go to the education, a charity for the education and saving of the bees. So that's- I love that. I love I that. Just, yeah, yeah. I think that's very sweet. So someone that, doesn't know tarot doesn't has never picked up a deck but they're fascinated with your deck because we have people all the time that have never worked with decks have never looked at decks and then they're like how do I use this deck what what tips and tricks would you tell someone that wants to work with your decks on how to work with them and connect with them it's very that's an that's a great question because um, that's the starting point. That's the journey. That's the leaping point when you say, I want to, I just want to read. So you have this calling and you keep that in mind that this is something that you really want to, want to, want to learn. Okay. So, um, the, I think that you can start by looking at my decks in particular. I, I teach with Rider Waite Smith because I think that people need that foundation, but when you look at my deck, my hope is, is that you look at all these colors and these layers, and then you can keep seeing them and you, and you fall in love with certain cards and you just, which, what makes you feel good. And then you go back and maybe read the little white book and learn what each card is um, very simply and trust, and then read and trust your intuition and practice. And then never forget that a really strong foundation in the tarot, if you really want to read it, is so, it just helps you so much um, to read deeper. So if you do know the astrology, if you do know the, the decans of, the, of all of the cards and the, and the majors that correspond to the minors that correspond to the planets, you, your readings will just grow. Um, and expand and so it's a never-ending journey there's never you'll never learn everything there is to know about tarot and that's why I've been doing it for so long you know it's just I'm all and and so enjoy it I mean so start out with being comfortable and then learn from the little book and then just expand from there so I love that because I've talked to several readers that have been doing it 30, 40 years, and they all say the same thing you do. I am still learning about the deck. I am still making connections in the deck. I'm still getting new perspectives in the deck, even 40 years later, which tells those people that are new that are just picking up the deck, because what I see in my center is people come in and they want 20 years of knowledge today. They want to be where I'm at today. And it is a journey. It's a, it's a journey that we go on. And what you have to do is just take those steps and know the universe has you. They're guiding you. They're going to give you what you need, right, at that moment. But know you're going to continue to grow and expand and see new things in the deck over time. 
that's just how naturally you're going to sit down with a client with a a question that you haven't asked and these cards are going to come in and you're going to be like wow I never saw that in the cards I never made that correlation but this is for you and your message right so um a lot of people are afraid because they just don't know it all and you're never going to know it all it's a journey with the tarot right and you're never going to learn it as the way somebody else learns it it's a matrix and it doesn't matter which direction you go because you will go in a different direction than anybody else it's it's a very personal journey like you said but you'll get there you know you'll be where you need to be just like you said yeah yeah well it's like they're holding your hand through that journey and helping you see it through a new lens um a new perspective and you just have to be open to that and i i think when you're able to do that that's when you're the most successful so any more plans for future decks miss kelly you know you've created these threes do we is there going to be something else coming or something new or it it will be new the the trilogy as i call it of the sacred bee that's what i want that's all there's going to be on the sacred bee of course, it's important to me. I'm not saying that there won't be some of that influence in other things, but it won't be part of this set. Um, because I, at the end of the, the Kickstarter, I was, I felt like it was done, you know? Maybe I've changed my mind, but no, but that will be it. And then, and whatever is next, which I'm, it's still up here. Sketching is getting done. I'm wondering if I want to expand on something ancient like Solabusca and then modernize it, which might be sacral, I don't sacrilegious or something like that. Maybe I shouldn't mess with it, you know, because it already has its wisdom, but maybe get influenced by those more arcane things that weren't some of them weren't even complete decks, right? Those really old where it's hard to even find literature on them. Um, and if you do, it kind of gets kind of strange sometimes like Agrippa and, um, and, uh, like Tarot of the Bohemians and stuff, but, um, there is some stuff in the workings. I'm just focusing on right now on art and just doing single drawings until the, that muse hits me again to make me just take off. So I'm in that process. I have the ideas. Something is coming. <laughs> She goes, something, it's percolating, it's percolating, it's not quite all there yet, but pieces uh -huh. are coming in. You know, those that sit in this world, we understand that, like, something new is coming, just don't know for sure what that is yet. It's still kind of working its way through my creative thought processes on what that looks like, right? So, yeah, I get yeah. all that. So do you still do readings for clients or is there a way that people can connect with you and what do you offer as far as services or classes or whatever? We would love to hear more about that. Yeah, I there. Um, my website is sacredsoltero.com and you can book readings on the, the main page. You can find products and then you'll find what I call liminal spaces readings. Um, and you can go in right in there and book on my calendar, uh, any, any readings that you want and then browse the store, <laughs> of course. Um, and also if you just want to buy product, you can find me on Etsy too. I sell there for international. I sell on Etsy because I like the, 
the package. I like the paperwork to all be included when it goes overseas. So yeah. that's where you can find that. And classes, I do classes. I haven't done an in-person class in so long. And so right now I'm getting the materials because if it's not on Zoom, then I want to present it, you know, phys fit with physical um. I already have all the stuff from the classes that I had, but I really want to update it now because I've learned since pandemic, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so there's a class coming up too. Um, there's actually, it'll be like, it'll be four sessions for the intro. Then I have a little more expanded class. And then I have ones that work on dignities and astrology. And then there's a court card that, that ties it all in as the personification of the tarot and how we can relate to it. So those are the offerings that you won't see on the calendar right now, but they should be. They're then. coming, right? They're coming. Yeah, they're there because I've taught them, but I just, I want to change them. <laughs> I love that. I'm constantly changing classes too. I know my students are like, how many times have you updated this material? Oh, about four or five times because we grow and expand. We add something comes in when you're teaching a class and you're like, oh, that's really cool. I want to add that to the program. Yeah. The universe is constantly stretching us a little bit more having to see a little bit more. I think that's part of the process, right? I think when you're a teacher, you can't help but just want to give it all, you know? And so it, you say, well, I could just put a little more in here or change that, you know, just, you have, it's like being an artist and a teacher, you have to do it. There's, there's no, there's no way you can't, you just, it's just something you have to do. It's, you're compelled to do. It's, a, it's just in you, so. I yeah. love that. I love that. And for those that are listening, Kelly will be at our spiritual craft fair in November, 2023. So depending on when you're listening to this, you can actually come to the center and meet her in person. Um, I'm planning on getting her to autograph some stuff for me while she's there because I have all of her decks. Um, and when I do alchemy again, we'll be sharing her decks again, because we work with the bees and the honey and it just so fits into um, our work that we're doing with the bees and the students are learning tarot at the same time. So your new deck is going to be amazing option for them because I have them get a rider weight and a different deck so they can do some comparisons because I think understanding the foundation and then seeing how somebody else has taken that perspective is kind of fun in the mm -hmm. learning process, right? Because everybody has their perspective of the fool or the tower or the ace of cups or, and so it's kind of cool to see people's perspective. So you can come and see Kelly in November. We would love for you to come in and see her. So, yeah. I'm so excited to go to that. It's, I know it's going to be fabulous. I've been I've been to your shop store and I've seen your classrooms and it's magical. It's just magical, you know. Well, I was so excited that we got to see you. I know you came down to see a guest that we had from out of town, and we were so excited to get to meet you in person uh, when you came down. So I look forward to seeing you again. I was so excited to get to talk to her today because I love her decks. Um, I love having her decks at the center, and and the the customers love them, and the students love them. So. Yeah, I love your perspective. So oh, you have you. such amazing energy, Kelly. It's just perfect. We can just we can just hang out, right? I I love, I know that's what happened. The connection with 
you and I was first at just a big hug, right? I remember. <laughs> like, I need a, yeah, I just need a hug. Can I hug you? Yeah. So it's mutual. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today and to share about your decks. And we look forward to doing more of these as you get creative in your creative projects, being able to come back and share with folks what you're doing next. We would love to have you back on the show multiple times just for the journey and seeing what's happening. And then thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. This has been really fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been really fun. For those watching, thank you for listening to Sacred Magic Podcast. Uh, we hope that you will follow, comment, subscribe on our channels. We would love to see you. And if you're ever in the Littleton area, stop by the shop, say hi. And I hope you have a very magical day. And thank you for listening. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.